In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Bryce and Ren and Nedzi Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 1 of Nedzi Classified, titled A New Grade in Dodgeball, as well as Season 3, Episode 2 of Nedzi Classified, titled Reading and Principles. Uh, with me, as always, to break down all things Nedzi Classified, the lob to my drill, uh, one Renan Fontes. Ren, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, are we connected through the wireless chat connector right now? <laughs> Uh, I don't know about you, Bryce, but I'm u- currently using my Ethernet ass cable to <laughs> record right now. That's that's how you're connected to, to this Zoom call at the moment. I was, uh, someone shot me with an arrow. And you know, yeah. at first I was really upset. Mm-hmm. Kind of changed how I approached a lot of things in life. Yeah, how so, long, you know, how, how long have you been living life with an Ethernet cable stick, uh, sticking out of your ass? It's been, I think, around five and a half days now. Okay. You know, uh, at first it's rough because, you know, you have an Ethernet cable sticking out of your ass. Yes. And then around day three, you realize you can you can use the Ethernet cable for anything Ethernet related. Yes. Yes. It's a much stronger connection. It is. Uh, it is. So so with us, uh, you might be wondering, who's that third voice? <laughs> uh, that That we just heard. So with us, we have, for the first time, uh, in the Nedzi Classified universe, uh, we have a guest on the podcast. That's right. We do. Uh, we have uh, one, uh, Destiny, from our Losley Improv Days. Uh, Destiny, what are your, uh, do you want to like, what are your credentials? I'm a licensed <laughs> mental health counselor. And an expressive arts therapist. So we wanted to bring someone with uh, expertise onto the podcast. Um, and that'll, that'll <laughs> help give us a lot of guidance into our interpretation of Nedzi Classified. We all come from a very different walks of life professionally. Yes. Um, so I think all of these different viewpoints are really going to help us out here uh, and, and bring it together. Uh, so, Red, uh, with Destiny being a guest, you know, in the past when Jill was a guest, we uh, had a quiz. Um, is there another quiz in the, the lineup today? There sure is, Bryce, but okay. uh, it's a bit different from the last quiz. If you remember, I made you do that quiz first, and then I compared Jill's score with uh, your score. Yes, correct. Uh, this time, I did not have the chance to really do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think this quiz is still going to be fun. We're really going to we're gonna get to see how much Destiny retained. Okay, from just <laughs> from what we just watched? I, in, I don't know, in life, you know, she watched okay. it when she was younger, too. Yeah, good. Wait, so the quiz is going to cover other episodes <laughs> we, it's that five I've never questions. seen? It's five questions. You know, we don't, we don't know what's going on, Destiny. Yeah, it, that's for sure. Okay. You do All your right, best. You uh, yeah. Okay. Destiny. Ren Question on. number one. What is every main character's full name? Just the three main characters. Jennifer Mosley. 
Ned. <laughs> and Cookie. You uh, you got one of them, Destiny. Do you want to flesh out the other two? Nedward. Nedward. All right. What about Polk. a last name? Polk. Nedward Polk. <laughs> what about Cookie? Cookie. What about Cookie? What's his name? What's his birth name? Do you think it's just Cookie? I want to say. I I I don't know. Maybe it's Cookie Monster. Chocolate chip cookie. Did you just say cookie again? No, she said cookie monster. Chocolate chip cookie monster. All right. I don't know. So we have Jennifer Mosley, which is correct. Then we have Nedward Polk and Chocolate Chip <laughs> Cookie Monster. Uh, Bryce, what are the what are their full names? So we have uh, we have Jennifer Mosley, which Destiny got correct. We have uh, Ned Bigby. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got cool. Ned Bigby, and then Simon Nelson Cook. I never knew that. Cookie's full name. <laughs> yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Destiny, you ready for question two? Yeah. What's the animal that Gordy chases? Oh, okay. A, the wombat. B, the weasel. C, the possum. Or D, the wolverine. C, the weasel. The, po- the weasel? I mean, the possum. You cho- you're choosing the possum. Mm. Is that a yes or no? No, no, the weasel. You're choosing the weasel? Yeah. Okay, it's the weasel? Cool. I want to be clear, Ren. I'm definitely not helping with this quiz. You, you didn't help there, Bryce? I did. There was no head nodding that occurred. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this one's another a uh, write-in question. You know, you got it's an essay portion. Uh, which uh-huh. Ned's Declassified actor recently got in trouble for a oh, yeah. video they posted? Wait, so the essay is I have to elaborate <laughs> on the scandal? Uh, you have to discuss how the scandal affected the Ned's Declassified actor, how the scandal affected the community, and how the scandal will affect the future of American politics. Okay, start at the beginning. <laughs> Which Ned's Declassified <laughs> actor got in trouble for a video they posted recently? Definitely Gordy. You're thinking Gordy? Yeah, he got in trouble for a video that he posted recently. What do you think he did in the video? I think he said a lot of slurs. (laughs) (laughs) Just a lot of slurs? There was actually, if I recall in that video, there was no other word said. It was exclusively just slurs. (laughs) The the title of the video was called Slurs You Shouldn't Say. He just rattled them off. And so the follow-up questions were how that's going to impact the legacy of Ned's Declassified? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that meme culture is going to destroy it, replace everything in Ned's Declassified with slurs. Then it's going to get canceled. Again? Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Destiny. It was actually Lindsay Shaw who plays Mose. Oh, I thought I was supposed to say how it was going to impact American politics. Oh, I thought you. I thought you got confused <laughs> and you forgot that part. So that's so that's what you were answering now. But yeah, how's how's it going to affect American politics? 
based on my wrong answer or on the right answer? No, I would say based on the wrong answer. Yeah, I want to know how Gordy's uh, video is gonna. <laughs> the Slayer video? Yes. Oh. Unfortunately, that's going to lead to um, Texas finally seceding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, that's a good answer, Destiny. I'm going to give you partial credit for that one. Uh, Number four, how many episodes of Ned's are there? A, 50. Mm -hmm. B, 52. C, 64. Or D, 54. C, 64. It's D, 54. Mm. Is, that's not what I said? You said 64? <laughs> you, you, want, right. you mean to say 54? Sure. Oh, all right. So all did, right she, did she get what? that one? What, did she get this one? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give her part credit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So is she at uh, one and a half points right now? It's like a, yeah, I think it's like one and a half points. Okay. All right. And Destiny, last question. Yeah. What grade was Ned in during the first two seasons? Sixth. He was in seventh grade. Oh. You did good. One and a half points. That's not bad. No. It's something. Uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good quiz. I'm glad we did that. Me too. Um, Ren, uh, you ready to talk uh, some Neds? Yeah, let's. Uh, it's time we started a new grade. Yes, eighth grade. Um, this is you know the final frontier before becoming a big kid. Everything that Ned has been working towards is here uh, in eighth grade. Uh, first of all, I want to say some awesome, awesome continuity from the season two finale to the season three premiere. I feel like the storylines were sewed together incredibly well. That's, I think, my only real complaint about yeah. the premiere, I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, in general, that's my only like real complaint, too. Otherwise, like, I had a pretty fun time. Like this first episode, it's a, such a great premiere, mm-hmm. but it doesn't address anything that happened at the end of last season. No. Except for when they were on top of each other on the ground. That's right. That's, yeah. Yeah. That... There's, there's palpable sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe they decided to pull back from the end of season two and mm-hmm. like kind of play around with it. Yeah. I uh, I felt like that, that specific moment, because what was that? Was that in the second episode? Yeah, it was. I think it was. That moment like lasted a little bit too long for me. Um. Where it was like, oh, okay. And then it was like, oh, this is a little bit uncomfortable. Um, I didn't feel uncomfortable by it. For me, I was more... I thought it was noteworthy how... Like, because usually when you get a scene like that in like a movie or TV show, one of the characters will be like, oh, you know, all like flustered Mm -hmm. in something. Like It stood out to me that there was no like embarrassment reaction from them. It was just like a very casual getup. Yeah, they were just so casual with it. Uh, Speaking of casual, uh, Cookie's looking pretty casual with his braces-free look. Not just Cookie, Bryce. Lisa Zemo. Uh, can I ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. Lisa Zemo is hot. Listen, as a 27-year-old, I can't <laughs> answer that question. Um, I think that was probably one of Gordy's best lines. Yeah. Gordy, um, Gordy was really, really good with that. Um, with that boundary. That's the one line he won't cross. Yeah, otherwise he'll, he'll steal line. art. 
he'll steal art. He'll have a party that goes all summer that he believes to be a single weekend. Um, but he'll hang out with the middle schooler in the closet and watch his illegal Tarzan George <laughs> of the Jungle movie. That's you know that's bonding. You know it's showing a kid a vocation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Lisa, so we've known like the whole time this Lisa Zemo switch was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I didn't remember her jumping into Missy's crew. That the whole like recalibration of the supporting cast mm-hmm. that like season three does is very interesting to me. And I think I prefer it from the seasons one and two status quo. Like it's weird. Mm-hmm. Stuff is has, stuff has definitely been shifted in a very like abrupt, jarring way to get them into place. Mm-hmm. But I think I kind of prefer this to what we had before. Yeah. I mean, because I think... Like, these... even Mitzi isn't, uh... They've kind of figured out how to keep her crabby without making her completely insufferable. Yeah. Because um, I think in general, like, these episodes were equally, if not more manic than the season two episodes. Yeah. But something about them was, like, this is a fun ride manic versus, like, I've seen this before manic. It's like um, they figure, they finally figured it out. Yeah. You yeah. mean all the screaming and the comic book onomatopoeias? Yes. And the punches in the face? Yeah. Like, it just seemed, um, season two is a lot of that same, like, energy destiny, but a lot less, um, like, Ren and I found it to be very repetitive and, yeah. like, to the point where it was almost drawn out like that. It also didn't, like, often benefit the scripts. Mm-hmm. Here, like, the sound effects and the, like, punch whatever's, you know, it kind of, it fits with the, what's going on in the episodes, like, dodgeball and the whole bullying thing for ned Mm -hmm. it's a it's a i think it's a matter of context they finally figured out how to actually contextualize the overabundance of sound effects they want to use yeah definitely um so like we have that change uh ned's here he wants to be tougher this semester mose wants to be i think friendlier nicer nicer um yeah and and cookie wants the girls cookie wants the girls it's um kind of it's kind of like a season two cory in the house switch where yeah. like cookie is now all about getting getting a girl um versus previously he was all about just like his schemes and like so. that kind of goes back to what i was saying about how they've shifted things mm-hmm. to make to make the story a very specific way now yeah um so what beat stood out to you in the first the first segment ren would you like uh in uh new grade a new grade i really liked uh my I probably part of my favorite sequence was Ned beating everyone up because he thought he saw a fly around him. Mm-hmm. Just the court, the schoolyard massacre. There's like a dozen bodies on the floor. Susie walks in and screams. Yeah, yeah. There were bodies everywhere. <laughs> they were also like in really funny positions too. Yeah. Like one person was like hanging over the trash can. Um, another person was like leaning against the vending machine. So. That's how every long-form Lawsley thing ended for a while. <laughs> and everyone just dying, right? Yeah, we yeah. someone just killed everyone else. A massacre. Mm-hmm. A fire. Poison. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder if um if the Ned writers, if those were some serious um, if all those characters are are canonically dead now. You th- we'll never see them again. They only got extras for that scene. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We I, I didn't pay close attention, but we maybe never saw those extras again. Yeah, you know, Ned could have hit with enough force to kill at least one kid there. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Destiny, what a, any highlights from this segment? This was the first segment of Neds that you've seen in years. I mostly <laughs> have questions. Sure. All right, All right. So what's your new grade resolution? That's what Ned asked all his friends. Oh, so you want like rent what mine and like Ren's <laughs> new grade resolution is? Yeah. Like right now, or what was it in eighth grade? Uh both. Um eighth grade, I don't know. Probably like I was very focused on like probably high school, like graduating and stuff, which is like isn't a fun answer, but probably that's what I was focused on. Um eighth grade. Yeah. I think. I think I was playing Majora's Mask a lot that year. Yeah, so it was just like my resolution might have been to you know beat Majora's Mask 100. Mm-hmm. Play some Vimeo games. That's a new grade resolution right there. That's a good grade resolution. Yeah, Destiny, what's your new grade resolution? My eighth grade resolution was to make friends with who I thought were the cool people. Yeah, which were not actually. Mm-hmm. They were all the emo scene but they were cool to you yeah and they lasted forever so it was meaningful it was a good resolution it was a good resolution and that was the first year i started taking drama oh and now you're on bryce and ren and that's a classified school survival guide yeah so full circle wow (laughs) i was also wondering if you guys feel like ned's declassified school survival guide paid appropriate tribute to those types of goals that you had oh that time that you just like listed. did it act so because ned's was to what to be tougher and then yeah Moses he to be was to be nicer and then uh cookie didn't really play into that story well it kind of did he his was like to get girls slash to help gordy connect to the internet yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> so i mean not really like those were more like character changes like i wasn't looking to be more tough because i my school was the same 25 kids from first grade to eighth grade so at that point like i was everyone knew who i was i there was no way for me to be anyone other than who i was and bryce Um, was basically the toughest kid and i was already people already (laughs) were in fear whenever i'd walk in the room so i was already top of the chain so you did relate to ned Yes, except Ned did it accidentally. You know what I mean? You did that on purpose. Yeah. What about you, Ren? <laughs> uh, hmm, did I ever want to be tougher so I could accidentally beat up my bully? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, that's, that's not a relatable feeling to me. Yeah. Uh, neither is the aggressive computer teacher yeah. in the mid-2000s. Yeah, what was that? It's, uh, it's weirdly, Prophecy. like, fitting now. Mm-hmm. But it's... Like I don't, I don't think that would have ever happened back then. It was a yeah, Zoom school. I also, she kept looking in the correct direction of where the student was. Yeah, that's true. And like when they, there was the part where they put the hat on her in the end, and she like looked up and she was like, "Oh, the hat's on me." So it was like she was the computer. Yeah. Maybe she has like cameras in the classroom, and in her office that she's teaching from, mm-hmm. she has video monitors where she can see everything. So she's also looking at herself. Like she's she has a wall full of, full of different people. angles. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she, um, that was kind of weird. It made me miss our teacher from last year, our math teacher um, from season two. And because I feel like she gives the same energy. Do you think, uh, our, do you think we're going to get like a teacher shuffle? Because we, we kept Sweeney, 
Mm-hmm. And we kept Mr. Right through, uh, you know, chance. Yeah. But uh, who's who's really left to bring back? They can't... I mean, are we going to Mr- see Chopsaw again? I think we'll still see Mr. Chopsaw. Yeah, yeah I think uh, we've already seen Derek. I think Mr. Monroe's the only one that's, like, gone. As soon he, as they... they really unceremoniously yeah. kicked him out. Yeah. Life Science Extreme ended up in not a good spot for him. Um... Destiny, uh, you made this note. I wrote it down. Um, you felt like a lot of the uh, people in the cast looked like they were maybe grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the most grown up to you, Destiny? Uh, the bo- the juicer. The juicer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, is she talking about Loomer? She's talking about Loomer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first I thought he was the juicer. Mm-hmm. But I remembered it was a different show. But yeah, he looked like a grown adult. Moe's kind of looked a lot older than eighth grade. She got taller in between seasons mm-hmm. again. And who else? There were a lot of people that I could see that were really, really t- tall, but not just tall. They had old, m- mature faces. Yeah. Um, like, and I had said, like, middle school, that kind of exists, right? You do have a lot of people who, like, look, like, really grown up, and then you have kids who, like, don't look very grown up. So you do have that mix in middle school, but, um. Does Ned change at all during the show? Because he looks like an absolute baby. No, this is. He looks even younger at the start. His voice also dropped. This is oldest Ned that we get, and he still (laughs) looks like a baby. I think, um. Destiny, like, your take on Ned was also interesting to me. I felt like you were very uh, unimpressed with Ned. You don't like Ned, Destiny? No. What do you hate most about Ned? He's not memorable. He's annoying. Um, the What I do like about him is there is an essence of the guy from Psych, the main character from Psych. So I googled to see if it was the same actor, and it wasn't. Maybe they're but, like a little a little brother situation. Yeah, maybe they're a family. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mostly I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't like his face, his facial expressions, but I loved Moe's. I loved Cookie. And I remembered them. They made distinct impressions on my mind. I had images of them that really stuck to my brain. Mm-hmm. But not Ned. But not of Ned. Ned, I didn't remember. He was he was very forgettable. Yeah. And like, I almost like, I don't disagree. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's the straight man of the show, right? Like, kind but, of. He's the main but he character. isn't, yeah, but he isn't at the same time. Like, he doesn't fill that straight man role because he's uh, often in on a lot of the schemes and like the creator of some of the chaos and schemes, but like, he isn't the funniest. He isn't the, uh, like, he's such a neutral main character. Yeah. Um, I think coming off from, like, Corey in the house, too, I can't dislike Ned. You know, I <laughs> know how bad it can get. He, he like, had bad moments. Oh, we hate Corey, Destiny. <laughs> Corey is a horrible, horrible. He's a bad man. Oh, no. Corey Baxter is not a good, I mean, person out of the show, but also in the show. <laughs> uh, not Not good either. Wow. Yeah. Um, Red, what did you think of the punching doll? Three <laughs> times a day. Stan? With, with the school shrink, Norman Trembles. 
I feel like three times a day is a bit excessive. Mm-hmm. And I'd, but... I really want to know more about the man behind Stan. Yeah, because there's a face on there. Whose face yeah. is that? There's a face Stan. that we get no acknowledgement of. <laughs> it it had to be like a like a writer, right? Or like or a like producer. a producer. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's like a Nick executive. <laughs> the therapist said that he wanted Ned to come see him three times a day because the therapist was lonely. That yeah, so it was really like self-serving. Yeah. Yeah, really poor boundaries with the adults in this show. Destiny, yes. would you ever request a patient meet with you three times a day? I would never request it, but if they asked it of me, they'd have to pay out of pocket because insurance will deny more than one session a day. Yeah. So all right. Oh, Bryce, you go. Uh, I was just saying, so maybe Norman Trembles was looking for some some cash. <laughs> you think he can like build next parent? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, your son's been seeing me three times a day, yeah. every day, each week. Yeah, and he keeps on coming, and he punches the doll for thirty minutes, three times a day. That's ninety minutes of doll punching time. That's that adds so up. Straw I got to replace in Stan. Yeah, yeah stuff and eat cheap. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, in the end of this segment, Gordy gets his his internet. What are they watching? George of the Jungle. It's like a, you said it earlier, it's like a Tarzan movie. That's hmm. what, that's what Bryce said. Too. Yeah. Would you, yeah. Would you hack into your, uh, like a school's Wi-Fi um, to illegally download black and white Tarzan? If it was to watch with my janitor, you betcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like your janitor? I mean, he could, like, he's a good guy, right? Gordy's always hanging out with the kids, mm-hmm. always showing them really cool things in his closet. Yeah. Wait, is he a good guy? Because he's an art thief. I mean, art thieves can be good guys, you know. Yeah. Maybe he's stealing he's from Robin uh, Hood from bad, uh, bad artists. Yeah, Nicol- artists. Nicholas Cage steals the greatest artwork in uh, known to mankind, National Treasure, and he does it for a good reason. So you're just gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. I mean, from what Ren and I have seen of Gordy thus far, I feel like we have no reason to not give him the benefit of the doubt. But He's what was he doing all summer? He was drinking Everclear in the vents. Because <laughs> yeah, he, didn't he thought Ned it was one though. weekend. <laughs> What'd you say, Destiny? He thought it was one weekend. Yeah, he did. So he must have blacked out for months. <laughs> Everclear does a lot to a person, Destiny. It's Gordy's thing. You know, everyone has a thing. You know how uh, Bryce loves uh, drinking polar seltzer water. Gordy loves drinking Everclear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I, I have a question. If I were to have a sip of Everclear, would I describe it as spicy or not spicy? I think you would very much call I... it spicy, Bryce. It'd be spicy. I think yeah. it'd be spicy to you. Um, all right. You want to talk about dodgeball? I loved dodgeball. Okay. What did you say about dodgeball? If, if he wants to talk about it. The segment, not the the movie. The segment that we watched. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I want to be clear. You're talking about the segment too, right? I'm talking about the segment. Okay, okay. Not the, the Cobras or whatever. Not, okay. the, uh, not the early 2000s comedy picture. The Throwing Dodgeball. Vince Vaughn and <laughs> the Dodgeball and Ben Stiller. So why did you love Dodgeball so much? Dodgeball. Uh, it's fun. You know, it, re- it took me back to when I played dodgeball as a kid. Mm-hmm. The chaos of dodgeball. Also, like, rainy day in school. I always loved that atmosphere. Okay. There's something about a rainy school day that just relaxes me. So which side were you on? 
Uh, like Team Ned, Team Cookie? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I liked Cookie's uh, evil armor and his little transformation throughout the episode, but I was happy to see Ned secure the victory in the end with Moe's. Yeah. Um, I would have been okay. <laughs> wouldn't have been very uh, right, like righteous, but if uh, Cookie had taken that whole thing. <laughs> Cookie just knocks Ned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of his teammates. Yeah. And then, uh, you both, because, okay, first of all, Cookie had the high ground, right? Yeah. So he should have been able to win. Um, I'm surprised that Cookie didn't drop a line like, Ned, uh, you've been like a brother to me or something along those lines. Maybe they were, maybe they thought they were really pushing it. Yeah. They um, already did the montage of all the meaningful he, memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of like uh, them eating the well, the shake that they drank that Cookie and Ned were drinking in that. That's montage. new, right? Yeah, that was a new bit, but the the shake looked kind of gross. It was not a very uh, well shaken. Shake. Yeah, it it was like four or five different chunky layers. layers. Yeah, yeah, it was noteworthy. Uh, so you liked dodgeball as a kid, Ren? I loved it. It was one of my favorite gym games. Did you? Were you good at catching? Like, what? Why? Why did you love it so much? Uh, you know, just the frenzy of it. The catching, the throwing. Mm-hmm. So you can knock someone out so quickly, you can get knocked out, you can get back in. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, I like fast-paced games. Ah, like, uh, like Elden Ring. Like Elden Ring, Bryce, exactly. Got you, got you. So in Dodgeball, when you were growing up, Ren, were headshots legal? No, they weren't. Because mm-hmm. it looked like they were legal on Ned's to class. They were, they were going for full-on headshots. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were not legal in my school growing up. If you did a headshot, you were out. Same. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked dodgeball a lot, too. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, good rainy day activity. I wasn't as good at catching, but I felt like I was decent at the dodge aspect of dodgeball. Yeah. Um, and it's in the name, so. Yeah. One time in gym class, my coach wasn't there. I think that we were just running the show and doing whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. So we took all the big exercise balls and we played dodgeball with those. Love it. Yeah. We, um, my neighbor growing up uh, would play a game with us called jail ball where he'd throw one of those at us. And then lock you up. Jail ball? So, <laughs> so <laughs> there was me and like uh, his kids, my brother, my uh my friend liam like his sister would sometimes play too they'd probably be like eight or nine of us kids would run around his yard and he had this giant ball and he would chase us and he'd smack us with it and he'd yell jail and if we got caught we would need to go to the swing set and we would need to be touching it we'd be in jail and the only way to get out is for someone else to tag us out it's fun it's like freeze tag it was a lot of fun yeah and then he'd yell jailbreak um and we'd like all be able to like get out. Um, so yeah, it was a good time. Uh, very different than uh, Jodgeball, I believe. Jodgeball? Yeah, yeah. I forgot <laughs> what we were talking about for a second. Uh, so uh, what were some, some pieces that you really liked in this segment, Destiny? Well, I was wondering about the strict Bangkok rules. <laughs> oh, the strict winter Bangkok rules, Destiny? Yeah. What about them? Uh, do you guys know anything else about them? 
Yeah, I believe, Ren, you're the, the local expert on the strict <laughs> ba- winter Bangkok dodgeball rules that Coach Durga alluded to. Uh, what, what are those rules again? Because I'm a little bit fuzzy on them. I haven't played that way in a while. No, the strict Bangkok winter dodgeball <laughs> rules uh, stipulate that you are, are allowed to go for headshots. Uh-huh. You are allowed to keep throwing the balls at your opponent while they're out. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the, more, the more damage they take, the more points you get. Love it. So, like, if someone's on the bench mm-hmm. and, like, you don't want to throw it at anyone on the other side because mm-hmm. they can, like, catch it and stuff, you can just throw it at the people who are out and they can't yeah. do anything. They just mm-hmm. have to get pelted. Yeah, so can you define damage? You said the more damage that you do, the more points you get. Bloody yeah. no. Give us the definition team. of damage there. So, uh, so a dodgeball, you know, if you get hit once, it's not too bad, right? Yeah. You start, you get, start getting hit a bunch of times at the same place. You're going to get bruises. You're going to get cuts, you know. The more damage you do to another person, the uh-huh. more points you get. So, so like, th- one bruise equals one point. Okay. What, a, what about if you actually murder them? That's like 100 points. It's, it's okay. like niche rules. <laughs> Automatic win for the team. Bryce said that the force dodgeball was a bowling ball. What do you think? The if we never one. see Loomer again, then yeah, I'll agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll agree that he was struck with a, a, a bowling ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, because Moe swept, Moe's probably, I would say, reached that that Quidditch golden snitch rule uh, when she flung the um, the force dodgeball at Loomer, Crony, and uh, Parrot Guy. <laughs> Man. Uh. So I got to be honest, I was more down on this segment watching it, but talking through it, I'm like, oh, it was actually pretty fun. What about all the blood? Yeah, there was a lot of blood. Yeah, a surprising amount of blood. Yeah, and a lot of uh, mints that looked like teeth and teeth that looked like mints. <laughs> um, it's uh, this, this segment, for me, it felt like one of the first segments in a long while that actually represented an authentically middle school experience. Mm-hmm. Cause like we kind of we got that at like the start of season one, and then season two just stopped caring. Yeah, I'd say like, the yes, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to do an episode on dodgeball. Actually, and, well, because they did a whole gym class episode, and they never really touched on dodgeball. Maybe they knew that they wanted to do a whole episode, like a whole segment on dodgeball, and that's why they didn't. But I'm um, glad they waited until now because I can't imagine it would have been very good during season two. No. Um. Okay, anything else? Uh, anyone have anything else to say on dodgeball? No. No. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, well, Ren, uh, remember last season when Moe's had a storyline where she taught Seth Powers how to read? He's an avid reader now, Bryce. He really took it to heart. Um, Is this a continuity break or character development? I don't know. I'm not sure which. Um, I feel like it's... I felt like it was more of an issue than anything else also like we barely saw seth powers and the only time we really see him is uh lobbing a ton of dodgeballs in dodgeball yeah. and then here saying reading is like meat for your brain and he's spinning the books and he's spinning the books yeah i think they wanted to do the book gag and then and didn't really care that they already did a seth is illiterate plot twice yeah um but <laughs> <laughs> seth. i know son of austin powers did you know that <laughs> No. In canon, yeah. His dad yeah. was frozen, so he never got a chance to teach him to read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All Seth's first words were, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Oh, my 
Okay, Kermit. Okay, Kermit. Let's go ahead and stop that one. Yeah, baby. Kermit Powers. Kermit Powers. Um, all right. Yeah, so in reading, we see Lisa Zemo part of Missy's crew now. Great. Um, all right, here's a good one. That's what makes Peyton Manning a stone-cold hero. And that was, the person who said that was grown. Yeah, yeah. he was 34-year-old Mike. <laughs> dating two high schoolers. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, uh, I, I don't think we'll ever see him again. I sincerely doubt we'll see this man again. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. I think that Nickelodeon had a contest for, like, uh, if you win, you'll get a, get to say a line. Uh, Someone's bad one. <laughs> in heads. Yeah, I was, uh, one through, like, a Lunchable, and for whatever reason, this 34-year-old man was eating a Lunchable, and then they brought him, brought him to go and, and say this line, and... <laughs> do the thing and then he was sharing two girlfriends with another boy boy yep and then the girls were sharing pants it, well that's the traveling pants yeah magic <laughs> pants yes destiny i think was correct me if i'm wrong destiny a little bit offended at how traveling pants was uh portrayed here yeah. none of them had i mean i haven't read it but i've watched the movie a bunch of times and they mm-hmm. were talking about magic pants they didn't know what was going on. They they had no idea what the book was even about. Maybe they just like uh wanted to advertise the new Nickelodeon film, Sisterhood of the Magic Pants, without <laughs> with the actual book, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the movie came out June first, two thousand five. These episodes aired in two thousand six. So the movie was out at this. <laughs> yeah. And there was no reference to it, and they had no information about what it was about. Yeah, it was just such a weird, um, like, and it ended up working for the story. So I wonder if the story, like, if the writers were like, hey, we should get the rights to use the actual book. Yeah. Um, And then the writer just agreed. Ren, is this our new, um, uh, Destiny, are you familiar with Tall Girl? (laughs) I, I haven't watched the sequel, but I'm pretty sure I watched the first one. Okay, so you're pretty sure? It was a while ago, and it was definitely on a weeknight when yeah. I was supposed to be sleeping. Yeah, and you were like, I gotta watch Tall Girl. <laughs> I just so, have to yeah. watch the new Netflix original film, Tall Girl. Because <laughs> I remember so, thinking to myself, why am I not sleeping, and I'm, I have to finish this movie, mm-hmm. Tall Girl? Yeah, so Ren and I are... Um, for lack of a better term, like infatuated with Tall Girl. Um, we're That's very, the best way. I like. I don't know. So uh, Kimmy and uh, Schnipper prank called Jody, pretending to be Stig and asking her to homecoming to Frida's frustration. Jody hides in the bathroom to avoid Kimmy. Like this is nonsense. This is like a movie. And then the whole thing is that she's tall. I don't, remember, I don't remember why I had yeah. to watch it. And there's a there's a sequel. Um, yeah, when you don't fit in, stand tall. Like, did you watch the first one? No. Um, but I I feel like we we've talked a lot about watching it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, and we've watched the similar stuff like uh, oh, to all the boys. What's that movie we saw, Bryce? The Phantom. one about the girl with the book. Oh, um. Unscripted, un- or something. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. Um, <laughs> Jason Dolly was in it. I can tell you that much. And uh, then there was CB Pizza at the, the end. The Notebook. 
Yeah. Do you know okay. what it was called? There's a Disney Channel movie with, uh, with a girl who writes in a journal. Clueless. And it comes to it. It uh, yeah. gets published. It's her diary, and then it gets published. And... No, I watched okay. that. Well, we watched it. And we did a podcast about it. <laughs> you did. Yeah. We watched it recently. I watched. We that watched it like last year. Yeah. What is it called? Well, that's what we're asking you. Read it and weep. But I watched we, it we in like weep. first grade, and you watched it. it last year. Yeah, we watched it last year. So you would know. Yeah, read it and weep. It was um... read it and weep. Yeah, he read just said that. I also just said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was not a very good movie, Destiny. No. We watched that. That's similar to Tall Girl. I think Ren and I will have to watch Tall Girl at one point. Eventually. We're going to have to go through the Tall Girl. And what I was going to say is I think that we should watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants as well. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is way better than Tall Girl. You think so? I mean, I watched Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants in elementary school as yeah. well. Yeah. But... What was the um, last time you saw Destiny? The last time I saw it? Yeah. Well, I think we had it on DVD, so... But I think maybe fourth grade. All right. Yeah. And the last time you saw Tall Girl was last year. It was about two years ago. So, like, just by going by the process of when you've watched stuff most recently, you actually prefer Tall Girl to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That's true. Yeah, I, if you like Sisterhood of the Traveling standard, Pants better, you would have watched it. Well, Tall Girl's a lot more accessible. Girl. <laughs> but you know what else Tall Girl reminds me of? Um, another Netflix movie... To series called to all the boys i ever loved okay and then um kissing booth those are ones that are similar in quality and <laughs> uh content are you recommending us or warning us <laughs> <laughs> oh i have a warning recommendation <laughs> okay um it's called holy camp okay it's a movie. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, but it was a Spanish musical mm -hmm. and I thought it would be a Christian movie. So I thought, wow, Spanish musical Christian movie. Yeah. Um, it was really wildly inappropriate. So mm -hmm. funny. Okay. But so probably was, not funny. Like, yeah. It was just so strange. So we should it stay away the, from uh, it. won best no, you song report at the 32nd Goya Awards. It Awful. did? Yeah. I think you guys should podcast on it. All right. Well, we'll put, <laughs> put that on the list with Tall Girl. Tall, and also, Jill watched Tall Girl, too, and was sending me some uh, some updates about it as well. So it yeah, sounds like... Gave you any material? Tall. Like, what can we use from Tall Girl 2? Um, hold on. Uh, I, don't, I don't think this is going to change anything. But uh, hold on. Let's see. Um, I can do this quick. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Here we go. Uh, all right, watching Tall Girl 2. Too tall. Bye Bye Birdie is a central plot point. Uh, Jake <laughs> from State Farm. The, so the actor who plays Jake from State Farm is in this, she said. And then there's a terrifying fairy tale themed middle school playground. So. All right, so this is promising. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So. Uh, let's uh, back to Ned's. Anything else with reading? Uh, <laughs> we barely got into it. Yeah, there's a big dictionary. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was Mose wondering about that. Huh? Mose beats up a teacher. Yeah. That was horrible. It was pretty bad. Did you empathize um, with the teacher, Destiny? With the teacher? Yeah. Did you feel yeah. like, Mose, don't do this? You know, you can't well, come 
Yeah, but I also empathize with most because when I was in middle school, I definitely was a little bit too violent. <laughs> to the point where you would grab a teacher by the hair and try to scalp them? Not a teacher. <laughs> Des Destiny was really, really good at Bangkok Winter Rural Dodgeball. <laughs> There's a lot of damage. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Moe's does that. Um, Gordy is caught crying in the library. That's right. Books have the power to touch us, Price. Yep. Um, but he was crying while reading a picture book. Yeah, the little engine. Why real reading a picture book, Destiny? No. Art can't touch you? Not really. What, what Destiny's do you immune. <laughs> what did you say? What do you hate about the visual medium? No, I love, you know that I love art, but <laughs> I just, my note was, what's wrong with the janitor? <laughs> what I wrote down. I feel like Destiny would be the perfect person to have in like a focus group. For, for shows like Ned's. Like, what's wrong with the janitor? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what'd you think of the episode? Well, I liked the whole thing, but what's wrong with the janitor? <laughs> Yeah. And then yeah, my well, next note said, oh, he's an international art thief. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, he does have a lot, a lot of, like, uh, beats in these two episodes, now that I think about it. He's pretty heavily involved. They, uh, what I like about Gordy's involvement is that they've pulled back from the crazy, wacky Gordy he devolved into at the end mm -hmm. of season two. Yeah. Like, this feels like a nice middle ground between... How he kind of was in season one and how he became later. Yes. Like, I wacky, know, I mean, still fun. What? I said wacky, but still fun, Destiny. Well, I think maybe he's too fun. Like, it sounds like he's a wild party animal with poor boundaries with children. <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you not want this janitor at your school? Definitely not. As a Wait, kid? Wait. <laughs> so, so think, think about oh. it from a kid's perspective. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought you meant what I want him to attend as a kid. What? No! <laughs> no. So, Destiny, if you opened up a school child, and Gordy is your janitor, and you have this guardian angel janitor who is always there for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> is that inappropriate? <laughs> He's always looking out for you, you know, always taking you to cool secret places in the school. That's so creepy. <laughs> But, like, it's it's in a healthy way. You know, he's teaching kids things. Hmm. <laughs> what's up with the janitor? <laughs> well, oh, no, what's wrong with the janitor, right? <laughs> what's wrong with the what's janitor? What's wrong with Gordy? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think he's a good guy. Ugh. He's a good guy, but he has some issues. Mm-hmm. What would you, uh, what would you, if, if Gordy came to, like, book an appointment with you, Destiny, what would you tell him? Well, it sounds like he probably had a troubled upbringing, and it sounds like he has some addiction problems. It sounds like he has inappropriate boundaries, so he might would, need a different job. Would you recommend that the new principal terminate Gordy? I wouldn't be able to do that, but I would tell Gordy to look for a job that he can't just hide in a closet and sleep all day. 
so do you so you want Gordy to be more productive in his life? You you are you are not happy with how he's living right now. Yeah, I I think he needs to grow up. <laughs> what do you think, Bryce? Is that a fair assessment of Gordy? I mean, yeah, I don't think it's a bad assessment of Gordy. I think he does need to grow up a little bit. Um but that's why that's why he's fun to watch. Yeah. Right. He he wouldn't be fun to watch if he was if uh, he was grown up. If he was a grown up janitor. It's like you were saying, Destiny. He's the janitor we all wish we had as a kid. Mm-hmm. That oh, I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> You're right. Right. We kind of came to a consensus. I thought. Yeah. Uh, anyone have a anyone have a light for this gas? Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, what else? I said we've gone full Corey because we have Cookie dressing up as. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> just let's just copy Corey in yes. the house. Okay. Wait. So Corey did that in the oh, episode. Corey that... was always dressing up as you know in in costumes, personas as women. It was like a Corey thing. Like to do perverted things. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not always. I mean, is <laughs> a no. I, I wouldn't say that was like the go-to, but <laughs> he definitely got a bit more perverted later on. So, like, let's see. Corey um, dressed up as his sister. Yep. Raven. So, as Raven to show off a fashion line because the real Raven accidentally attacked the president and was labeled a kook. Yep. A kook? Yeah. And was she ever actually in that show? So, she, just that episode. Yeah. And that was it. And they pretty much never mentioned her again. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, um, Raven's Home, the That's a Raven and Corey in the House spinoff show, uh, is now going to have more episodes than That's a Raven. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that actually kind of makes sense, because when That's a Raven aired, that was during the era where Disney Channel would actually stop shows when they reached, like, 60-something episodes. Yeah. Because that would, you know, that's enough for syndication. Mm-hmm. Why waste any more money on this when we can now just rerun it perpetually? Corey in the house. Yeah. So, and Victor will be on the new season, and they're back in uh, San Francisco, as far as I understand. So, um, all right, we good with reading? I think we're good with reading. Yeah, I don't think I, we have much more no. meaningful um, content. So, Ren, uh, have you ever gone for an interview? Like, ever? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had a few interviews in my life. Not actually, not not too, too many, you know. I haven't had too mm-hmm. many jobs, but, you know, I've done a few interviews. Yeah. I interviewed for you once for a play, but we call those auditions in the theater world. Yes, yes. I believe you got the part. I did get the part. That's right. I got the I got the big role. Yeah. The barf yeah. man. The barf man himself. <laughs> um, have you ever done an interview where you ended up uh, trapped in some form of exterior closet? I've never been trapped uh, via an interview, but in the apartment complex that I grew up in as a kid... There was a room just like that where you could potentially trap people in. No. Did you ever trap someone in that room? No, but I thought about it, you know. Like, what would be the best way to, you know, lure someone there? (laughs) Lure. Yeah, what, and? Uh, Maybe, like, uh, you find out what their favorite thing is and you leave a trail. Okay. Like, Bryce, you love, uh... What's your favorite thing, Bryce? In the world? I'll leave a... a like a trail of spilled Baja Blast. Yeah, so like I would. Trail. <laughs> yep, so I'd slurp it. 
So you'd uh, slurp it, and then by the time you uh you get to the door, your head's gonna conk it. You're like, oh, the trail keeps going. Yeah. So you open the door, your head's still down. Mm-hmm. You're licking the ground. You yep. move forward, let go of the door. <laughs> by the time you hear the door closed, you're licking Baja Blast in a puddle, and you're stuck. In yeah. a Baja bath. Yeah, Baja bath. <laughs> And, he, and I'm in the window with a bunch of Baja Blast pouring Baja Blast down in there, so it's filling but up. It's filling. It's like a saw trap, except it's Baja Blast. <laughs> Great. Cool. Good. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. Good to know. Uh, so, we all... we have, Meet the principal. Yeah, Principal Pale. Yeah, who he's been around this whole time. They reference him, I think, like once every other episode. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let Pale see this. Oh, Pale's taking one of his Pale maps. Are you kidding here? Or have they actually referenced him before? They've literally never mentioned him, right? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> making sure, making sure. I've been really missing that. No, uh, I... this is the first time I think they've even, like, alluded. Because the last time they had a principal, remember that Gordy's voice actor voiced him on the speakers, Yes. Remember? Yeah. Um, and now we have Principal Pal, who just wants to roller skate across Africa, which is any retiree's dream. And he also spends the second half of the segment in a World War II flashback. <laughs> yeah. You know, I appreciate it. If you, if, you know, if you're going to go for it, go for it. Yeah. Don't even uh, break him out. Just keep him in there. Yeah. I, I feel like I had a fun time watching him. I think I had a more fun time watching Destiny watch him. <laughs> uh, oh, Bryce, I wish I could have seen that now that you said that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like, Destiny, are you a big fan of Principal Pal? Wait. <laughs> What was I don't know what it was like to watch me watching it. I don't know what my face was doing. I feel like you were in shock. <laughs> it's mostly of I can't believe that this man is doing this, especially particularly when he was running loose in the school on the roller skates. He's on the loose. Yeah, I couldn't believe that they went for it, but you're right. They committed to yeah. him being in the flashback and it was really scary and he kept falling asleep on the ground. Mm-hmm. Kept running into things. And they were just like, we have to just get rid of this old man. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> get rid of Principal Pal. Yeah. They made him seem so old and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah, he was very disheveled. disheveled. And decrepit. Yeah. And, oh, but watching Gordy mm-hmm. push principal pal away basically down the stairs on yes. roller skates yes that was horrifying yeah uh we call that uh uh vanessa grandmothering yeah uh destiny do you know who vanessa's grandmother is who's vanessa vanessa, oh, vanessa is this uh eighth grader now ninth grader who cookie had feelings toward for in the second season of ned's declassified school survival guide who had a grandmother who was in a wheelchair named Vanessa's grandmother. And did they push her down the stairs? Yeah, yeah. they did. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie did that, and then she was attacked again by Cookie. And then she went on to play Survivor, where uh, she went out far too soon, unfortunately. She did, but, uh, you know, the kids weren't having any of it. No, no. Well, the kids took responsibility for Gordy's attempted murder on Principal Pal. They, yeah. They... We're like, Gordy, what the heck? And then they chased Principal Pal. Mm-hmm. Just to get trapped. Yeah, just to get trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else here? I mean, Mr. Wright becoming Principal, that felt very good. Yeah, that feels good. And it actually, that feels like one of the only continuity threads from last season. 
Because mm-hmm. the last few episodes of season two, they played into, you know, Mr. Right as a, you know, as the authority figure, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one the kids go to when they want serious advice about things. Yeah. It's like, it makes sense to promote him to this role, even if they have to do it in a very, like, unorthodox way to get around it. Because, you know, you can't just promote this character to principal when, you know, they spent the whole last season playing around with vice principal crubs. Yeah. No, and yeah, they got. I feel like they got to keep Vice Principal Krebs where he's at. Um, I wonder if we'll see any follow-up storyline of like Mr. Wright adapting to the role of principal. I hope so. They did. A, they've done a pretty good job at making him like the de facto teacher with an actual character. Yeah, yeah. Um, was there anything else that stood out uh, here in in principles? I felt like it was like. I enjoyed watching it, but it's, in terms of talking points, I'm not really sure if there was much here other than, um, you know, Sweeney showed up. We hadn't really seen much of him. Yeah. Uh, but... I don't know. It was it was it was a like pleasant enough segment. It wasn't bad, but uh, it definitely struck me as probably the weakest of this bunch. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of like, all right, let's, you know, it, it's fun, but there isn't much to chew mm-hmm. on. It's yeah. just kind of like one of those. Not exactly filler-esque, but it feels like a lot of its time isn't really playing into what the segment is actually about. And then we have Principal Pale, which every time we have like a brand new character who's only here for one segment, it's always a bit weird when they eat up most of the time. You know, there's really not much to say. Mm -hmm. Well, it was the most engaging for me. I'm surprised. That's that's good to know. It it just... My eyes were glued to the screen. I mean... Like, I, I don't doubt that it, it makes sense on some level, too, because the first three segments, they play into continuity stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. if you're just watching fresh without the two seasons worth that Bryce and I have, I could see how this segment is probably the most interesting, probably the most engaging. Well, I just was on edge. I was worried for the principal. You really, did you think Principal Pal was going to get hurt? Yeah. I thought he was going to die. <laughs> And to be fair, I'm pretty sure Destiny had watched at least one character die in every segment thus far. So yeah, I feel like it was a reasonable expectation that thus far everyone has stayed alive here. Um, you know, someone's got to go. Yeah, that's reasonable. So. Um, all right. Well, so that's that's all I have on these two episodes. Uh, we got to rate the episodes, though. Yeah. 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 Let's rate um, it. So, Destiny, we usually just will rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, so, uh, uh, Destiny, what would you rate the first episode? Which was, uh, to remind you, it was, uh, a new grade in Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10. Um, I would say a 7. Oh, okay. So, kind of like, it was okay? It, it was, was like, just, more than okay? It was just barely passing. Okay, just barely passing. Uh, Red, what about you? What would you give a new grade in dodgeball? Would I give a new grade and dodgeball? Yeah. I think I will actually give it a... I think I'll give it an eight and a half. An eight and a half? I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a great way to start the season. Minus the lack of continuity with the end of last season. I like that everything's been recalibrated into a 
more interesting place. Mm -hmm. And I liked both segments a lot. They were fun. Yeah. Um, like I said, I feel like I had more fun talking about Dodgeball than actually watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I wish that there was a little bit more continuity from where we left off. Uh, That's my only real, like, blemish with these episodes. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go with an 8. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then for reading and principles, I don't know. I think I would go with, like, a 7. Like, I enjoyed it, but I think I enjoyed it a little bit less than I did the premiere. I feel the same way, but I think I'm going to go with a 6.5. Okay. I think the second segment, the principal pale of it all, it didn't really resonate with me all that much. Mm-hmm. But I liked that it uh, shook things up, and now Mr. Wright is in a more prominent role. But I thought it was a weird a weird way to go about it. Yeah. Um, Destiny, what, what do you think? A nine. <laughs> a nine. <laughs> this is a solid episode of Ned's. <laughs> it uh, really took a lot of risks. It- old that's it pulled no punches left everything on the uh on the floor of james k polk middle school um love it love it love it love it well so thank you all so much for listening destiny thank you for being here thanks everyone jacob jill everyone else that's listening yeah uh that's the crew uh we're gonna be uh talking next week about season three episode three uh popularity and stressing out as well as season three episode four dismissal and the school play fun so um some drama next week drama club in the school play uh all right well that should be fun should be a a good time Uh, otherwise thank you all so much for listening ran are you you ready to wrap this one up I'm ready, Bryce. Let's uh, let's close this chapter. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Take care, everyone. Have fun at Destiny's house, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.